0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th We
1: return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
0: It is uh, 133 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott with you. Um, yeah, we're going to still work our way th- through a couple texts maybe about 148 147 but at this time we're going to head off to the river Cree resort casino hotline and go to our headliner today hart levine from Puckpedia. he is our winter now headliner for Wilhock beef jerky it's the best you've ever tasted search for willhawk w-i-l-h-a-u-k today hello hart how you
1: doing doing great how you doing
0: oh not bad you know, just sitting here, hosting a show on July 11th. Uh, there's not a lot of hockey shows that continue at this time of the year, are there? So uh, trying to make the most of it, have some fun with it. You know why? Because it's a privilege to do it every single day. You know that, heart. So you got back safe from the uh, safe from the NHL draft, eh?
1: I did, yeah. My flight back uh, from Nashville to L.A. was full of uh, hockey people. So a good thing that plane made it safe and sound. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, Tell me this,
0: uh, how closely are you following and monitoring the situation uh, with potential arbitration cases and whether or not uh, things are changing a bit on that front?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it closely, I think. The one thing that just came out um, recently was the schedule. Um, The arbitration schedule is kind of like a negotiation between the Players Association and the league, and there's some strategy on it is kind of more so from the players association side so you can kind of read some things into it with the order of where, where they have players or who they have at the beginning versus the end um you know like there's a few goalies and i think that you know that's interesting and then mcleod is obviously set for the very last day so you wonder was that like his representation thing you know we want to like as much time as possible to negotiate or or where that comes from um the one change since the 2020 Uh, CBA is that now you have if you're going to settle you have to settle before the arbitration hearing starts before you could you could have the hearing and still settle before it was awarded but now you have to settle if you're going to settle it has to be before it starts so it just adds a little bit more urgency to get it done before an actual hearing.
0: Yeah, uh, people you know worry a little bit about the acrimonious nature of relationships. Do most. Agents and player. I mean, you talk to a lot of agents out there. That's a given. I mean, you've got a sort of a scorecard. Part of what Puckpedia does. You've even got a, a listing of who's got you know active contracts and that sort of thing. And I'm actually going to get you to walk me through part of it, uh, Hart. But is it still? Is there still concerns that you can't get past how a potential arbitration case actually takes place? Because you got to present the player in the worst possible light to keep the number down. And I don't know if that's always a beneficial thing.
1: I mean I think there's a risk with that of course. It just it depends on the player and how they handle things and it depends like I kinda of how aggressive the team is in presenting their case. But having said that, like so few cases actually go to arbitration. Like I can only think of a couple in the last Several years. So it's more about the threat of arbitration and what, and, it, you know, deadlines make deals. So I think it's more, it pushes the sides to make a deal. Um, you know, it's, so I would be quite surprised if, for example, Ryan McLeod actually made it to arbitration. It's just, you don't see it very often. But if it does get there, yeah, it can have an impact. I think, like, I guess specifically with McLeod, if you add it all up, like last season, he didn't take his qualifying offer because he you know they were trying to work something out i guess and then he ended up getting squeezed and he had to sign for the the all, all the dollars available which is 798 which is even less than his qualifying offer and so now you come around this summer if something similar happens and they can't reach an agreement and it goes to arbitration or it's a you know it's a, it's a it's a tough negotiation that's not something that the player forgets right about like how he fits into the organization or how they feel about him that's human nature so it does the cumulative thing but i think you know without that if it's just a player everything's kind of fine and one year they go to arbitration i don't think that necessarily means he's, he's out um long term but yeah they're human beings it has an impact
0: you know uh i think it has to be stated do you envision that the colorado avalanche signing Bowen and byram do a two-year deal at 3.85 million uh has played a factor in the Evan Bouchard situation for the Oilers, uh, because Bouchard does not have arbitration rights, still remains unsigned, but has been far more productive and healthier in his career than Bowen Byron.
1: Yeah, I think it plays a factor. I think uh, you know he's, he's definitely comparable. But I hear I've heard I've read and heard some talks like, oh, that's going to Bouchard now has to get paid a lot more than that. I don't I don't see that because. I mean, yes, Byron only played half a season, so he gets get a drink for that, but he had more points per game than Bouchard, and he played almost 22 minutes a night uh, overall. And, and, like, 19 and a half had even shrinked, or Bouchard was 18 and a half overall, and, and like, just over 15 and a half even strength. So, it's still, we have all these new, you know, fancy stats and ways of looking at hockey, but still, when you look at how players get paid, especially defensemen, it's, like, typically points and minutes. We're still, that's the majority of, of what drives it. So, I think that, you know, if I was looking at this as sort of a neutral uh, observer and picking his contract, I would say... Compared to Byram, he's got to be at the same or maybe even a few bucks less um, because, again, Byram's had more points per game and played significantly more. Um, and then but Bouchard gets the benefit of playing a full season and, and really two full seasons where Byram hasn't done that. Um, yeah. I think the other one that's going to have a big impact here is Keandre Miller, which I think is just coming down the pike right now as we're talking.
0: Uh, with the New York Rangers, has this team been finalized yet?
1: I, I'm getting some messages. I think that's coming it's in right now. It's
0: done right now. Right yeah. now. Uh, a two-year <laughs> extension for Keonde Miller at $3.872 million. So that's $28,000 less a year on an extension than Bo and Byram just signed. Because uh, Byram signed for 3 That's Sorry, that's 22 k more. Uh, Byram signed two years at 3.85 million and John Miller just now is signing with the Rangers a two-year extension at 3.872 million dollars. So there you go.
1: Yeah. And, and I think so that's a similar I would I would think Chare Miller and Bouchard are in the same ballpark when you look at line them up and Miller signed you know basically a couple bucks more than Byram. But Miller, so Miller had, you know, three more points than Bouchard, um, about the same five-on-five five scoring. But again, he played 22 minutes a night, and Bouchard only played 18 and a half minutes. So to me now, you take these together, and I would think that Bouchard slots in a little bit below them on a two-year deal. Interesting. Um, yeah. But you never know. It's still in negotiation. It's, it, you know, it's not going to arbitration in this case. It's two people have to agree, and it's what Bouchard is willing to sign for. So maybe, there's, maybe they make a compelling case to get more. But, again, if I'm stacking them up, but to me, the, the minutes, um, more minutes with kind of the same point production um, would put uh, Bouchard a few bucks below them in my mind.
0: Uh, that's interesting. We're joined right now by Hart Levine. As for uh, as for Ryan McLeod, so he's got an August fourth date. That's the last possible day of arbitration, right? Yeah. Is it feasible that the uh, Joe Resnick, who uh, and for the record, Dave Gagne technically represents uh, Evan Bouchard. He is with uh, Wasserman. That's the agency that's got Connor McDavid. But Dave Gagne is the point on the Evan Bouchard deal, just like he's the point. On the Suzuki deal with the Canadians and the Cairo deal, with St. Louis, uh, Joe Resnick has Ryan McLeod. Do you think he's going to look at other potential moves that might occur uh, before we get to the point of uh, going through the arbitration process, and then that may uh, allow a scenario where uh, you end up getting uh, a, a deal consummated because you got a couple other comparables out there.
1: Yeah, I, again, I think well, I think both sides on McLeod would want a two-year deal, right? Um, I guess since they filed for arbitration, technically the Oilers could elect a two-year arbitration award, but you don't see that happen very often. I think both sides would want to get a deal done. And I think uh, with McLeod, I mean, there's a little bit more of a range, like looking at some guys. But I think that deal lives between kind of 1.8 and 2.2, and so that's the – you know, that's – that's the negotiation is where that's going to be. I mean, you've got guys like um, Zetterlin just signed for 1.45. He's clearly above him. Um, Lazad at 1.675. I think he should be above him. And then you get a guy like Lundestrom 1.8. You know, he scored a touch more than him. Um, and I, but I don't think his scoring levels are just not at the same level of a guy like Cody Glass or Noah Cates, um, who signed you know two point five and two point six two five. So you know again that's the a bit of the arc to it is he's kind of above this group, he's below this group. So you know where does that sit in? I think for the Oilers though, there's a magic number between the two guys, and I think that's – I I think that's why they kind of go together. And, I mean, that magic number is 5.6 million. If you look right now, they've got um, like 6.38 million of total cap space. If you sign them for 5.6 million, you can fit another guy on the roster for 775 and have a 22-man roster. If you sign them for any more than 5.6 million combined, you're short of having, at least initially, of having a 22nd guy on the roster. That doesn't mean... That's the, like that's the deal breaker. Again, you could go with 21 guys. You could go with 20 guys and accrue some space, and potentially, if you don't have injuries later in the season, be able to add a 22-man roster. But I've heard, you know, Holland speak to you on your show before about he wants to have twenty-two guys if he can. So, you know, that's where I think. What, so again, what's 5, the com- million what, million
0: Just to bring it up in case our listeners mix that at heart, What's the combined total on the on the price point for McLeod and Bouchard, enable to have an extra? Uh, so you're basing this on what for the tw- uh, the twelve forward, and then what for the thirteenth forward?
1: So I, I'm saying if you if you take five point six million for the two of them. Then you could fit in one more player on the roster at seven seventy five, and that would use up all of their cap space.
0: So the 12 forward would be seven hundred and seventy five. Yeah, but if you oh, you have Lavois You have Lavois on the team.
1: Well, whether it's him or Peterson or whoever, at seven seventy five, it doesn't really matter, right? But if you if you sign them for more than five point six, let's say you sign them for five point eight, combined, now you can't you can't afford to have a twenty second player on the roster, no matter what combination you go with, you can only fit twenty one guys. So five point six is kind of. So the we've got numbers. the
0: two goaltenders, we've got the seven defensemen, that's nine. Twenty one guys is twelve forwards. Who do you already have well, then, on the team as a twelve forward?
1: Uh, well, whether it's Peterson or Lavoie, right, one okay. of those guys. Okay. Yeah, at so you
0: you currently have Peterson on the team, and I don't have Peterson on the team. Yeah, I, have, I, have I, I have Peterson down in the A. Uh, and you have LeBlanc on the team, right? So. No, I don't. Because okay. I'm thinking what Because uh, I'm thinking what could end up happening here is theoretically, if you let's just say you end up going five point eight million combined for McLeod and Bouchard, okay. Mm-hmm. Just will simplify. One point eight million for McLeod, four million for Bouchard. Um, then you're not. Then you're carrying 21, sk- uh, 21 players. Exactly. Onto, That's
1: right? Point. exactly. Right.
0: Exactly. Right. And yeah. and so I, I wouldn't have Lavoie or Peterson here in that situation. You could still sign another guy, probably at eleven yeah. uh, at one point one to one point two million dollars in that scenario.
1: Yeah, and then but if you have injuries, um, guys that are injured for a week or two, but not long term, you start to get into trouble if you can't carry that extra guy. So yep. yeah, they can do it. The Oilers went with 20 guys since the start last year, right, and and they made it work. I just um, I just taken Ken Holland when he says he wants to have 22 guys, that's the cutoff. So again, if they can make it work there. You're right. They could go sign up for more and go with 21 and, and even make that, that 21st guy more expensive. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, you know, we, we've talked about this before, but with Connor Brown's bonus structure, every dollar that they're under the cap at the end of the season is going to cut into how much the overage is going to be for right. the following season for Again, that's the problem for next year. They're trying to win this year. But I think if, you know, given given the choice, he'd like they'd like to accrue some space during the year um add somebody and whether they add somebody or not you know finish the year with at least some cap space um, and so I think, Bill, I would be surprised if they're not a team that, you know, is doing some of the sending guys down on off days and things like that. The Oilers have, haven't have been into that in years because they've been in LTIR and you don't get any benefit from that. But as an under-the-cap team, I can certainly see them trying to, you know, to have a break in the schedule or things like that, sending guys down on paper to accrue a little bit of extra cap space this season. All
0: right. Uh, you have a thing called an agent tracker. On your website, where you basically agent leaderboard, uh, Pat Brisson, number one, he's got 1.1 billion, almost 1.2 billion in uh, active contracts. Uh, Craig Oster, who uh, played at the University of Manitoba one time, he's got 1.18. Uh, so they're, bas- they're neck and neck there. JP Barry at 700,000. Edmonton's Jerry Johansson is fourth at $542 million worth of contracts. Generally speaking, whats uh, what do most agents get in terms of the actual contracts from the players? About two and a half to three percent?
1: Um, you know it, it's usually like three percent on a guy that's out of their ELC and making some real money. typically guys on ELCs or two ways or maybe lower. One way deals could be up to four or sometimes even 5%. Um, but but for the most part, guys with, you know, let's say a million plus or, yeah, it's a 3% commission on their contracts. And then the agents are getting a much bigger percentage on endorsements and other things like Which that. Which
0: is not factored in your totals, right?
1: No, right. This is just based on contracts that are like registered NHL contracts. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: <laughs> a guy can. I mean, if an agent's sitting there representing, uh, you know, fifty players, and he's got six hundred thousand or six hundred million in uh, in active contracts, which go no more than eight seasons, and say one hundred and twenty million in in active contracts for the upcoming year, that's that's decent, isn't it?
1: That is, but I mean, I think if you kind of look for some time scrolling around that agent leaderboard, there's a few guys like that at the top, and there's a lot of guys, you know. That have NHL contracts that that that's probably not supporting their family, right? Like there's 126 guys right now that have an active NHL contract, and you know if you only have 10 million dollars of cap it, you're getting you know three percent of 10 of 10 million, and you're paying for players like that are 14 15 16 to right train and all that stuff like it's that's a tough it's a tough business so it's like a lot of lot of the businesses like the guys at the top and the agencies at the top they're in good shape and they have a good book of business and you know once they have some big name players it it, it may attract other players but the guys kind of in the middle and lower it's, it's a tough grind
0: great stuff how do people follow you
1: Uh, follow on Twitter at Puckpedia I guess you can go on threads if you're on there now at Puckpedia and then the website Puckpedia.com
0: Great stuff, that's Hart Levine for Puckpedia thank you very much Hart Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. You can get a new, uh, a free two liter Coke with a purchase of $35 or more online at Royal Pizza App. That's online at the uh, Royal Pizza App. You can visit royalpizza.ca where the staffer recommendation is the Mediterranean Chicken. We'll be back with this day in order's history for New West Travel when we return. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: we doing later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chet.
0: It's 152 in Edmonton. Great news from our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. They've just received their largest allocation of trucks and SUVs that they've had in years. Most of these units are scheduled to be built in August for fall delivery. With interest rates as low as 0.99%, now is the time to order your F-150 or SUV. If you want to be treated fairly at every level of vehicle ownership, call Rich, Johnny, or Uncle Milt at 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in uh, Wetasquin, and we I also want to mention to you at this time that uh, guests in the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite and Yaki Steak Restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca as we head off into uh, this day and winter's history, which is presented daily all year long by New West Travel. Again, we got a New West Travel roadie in October in Nashville. Uh, New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacay today at newwesttravel.com. Going back to the state... On 1997, following a 59-point season, the Edmonton Oilers re-signed Andrei Kovalenko to a multi-year contract extension. The Russian winger played another season and a half being, uh, before being shipped uh, to Philadelphia in part of a deal for Alexander Dag. Hmm? have to look that one up. Uh, tonight, uh, Dave Campbell is guest hosting Inside Sports as Reed takes the much-deserved time away. Uh, Dave is in from 6 to 8. Uh, CFL fan and Guinness Book of World Record holder Bobby Dubo is on Hamilton Cats offensive lineman at the University of Alberta, David Beard, and the third uh, for team uh, Brendan Botcher, great guy Mark Kennedy, on tonight with Dave Campbell. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have friend of the show, longtime Washington Capitals television broadcaster and Capitals tough guy, Al May. From Pro-Am Sports, we'll talk about The various machinations and changes, and what's happening in uh, the memorabilia world right now, Jack Hookson, and Cult of Hockey's David Staples to talk about the continuity that the Edmonton Oilers have. Coming up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then Chelsea and Chad with Chelsea Bird uh, from 3 to 6. Special thanks to Derek Scott for pitch hitting today. For Brendan, back at you tomorrow, noon to 2.
1: A Chorus Entertainment Radio Station.
0: (音楽) We'll be right back. back.